0: Good morning, Legally Unfiltered fans. It's Wednesday and time for yet another episode of your favorite podcast, Legally Unfiltered. I'm attorney Richard Sprinkle here with attorney Franz Borghart, bringing you topics in the news, topics that may affect your life, topics with a legal spin on them. And this time we're talking about one that very well may be affecting your life, uh, the government shutdown. Now, we are recording this ahead of time, Hope. You know, hopefully the news is still applicable, hopefully not. I don't know. What am I wishing for? Am I wishing this government shut down the end or am I wishing our podcast is more topical? I don't I don't know. We want point. everybody happy. <laughs> so, you know, not to make light of the situation, but this is the longest government shutdown in history at the time of this recording. I want to say it's been going on now for over 27 days. Uh, national parks are shut down. Trash is piling up. People are uh, graffitiing lighthouses on, uh, you know, Cape Hatteras and in North Carolina. Bad things are happening Um, and bad things are happening to people. There are a lot of people who work for the United States federal government. They go in every day. They punch a clock. They do their job. They come home and every two weeks or in the federal government employees cases, it's twice a month. They expect to get paid just like you expect to get paid for your work, just like I expect to get paid for my work. I know Franz expects to get paid for his work. I, I like money. I like money, too. So. What happens when these people aren't being paid, yet they're forced to come back to work? Franz, tell me about it. So
1: there was an interesting NBC News article that, that got posted um, recently. Thousands of furloughed employees have been told to work without pay. Is that legal? And that caught our attention. And, you know, it's a good question. I have a little brother that works as a federal law clerk. Um, he, he is working without pay right now. We have We have colleagues and friends that are federal employees that are working without pay. So what it appears, Richard, is we, we have this interesting dynamic of you have these essential services like, you know, um, TSA, other ones where these people need to work. We have to have them working, but they're not getting paid. So in normal, in normal society, if you worked without getting paid, you know, or if you weren't getting paid enough, you could you could strike. You sure. could quit or you could strike
0: work slowdown.
1: But historically, and, and the article is interesting, it's on, again on NBC News, the article references the Reagan era um, shutdowns. And what's interesting is federal employees don't appear to be able to, quote unquote, strike. Now, they have collective bargaining authority, but collective bargaining authority or, or the ability to collective bargain without the ability to, quote unquote, strike is a, is a pretty flimsy and limp. I guess. Right. The legal analogy would be a right without a remedy. Right. So. So basically what it looks like is now, look, the the back end of this is Congress has enacted some 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 mechanisms to where when we unshut down, when it opens back up, you're going to get back pay. Right. Sure. But but the reality, the hard reality is, is how long is that going to last if you talk to Trump? he's alluded to, it, it could last years. Yeah. I mean, and it's not an easy fix. The, the, the quote unquote wall, whether it's a symbolic wall or a literal wall is in the billions. Um, so, so what you have is folks that, that aren't going to get paid for a long time being made to work. Now, mm-hmm. now conventional wisdom might say, well, how long are you going to stay at a job that you're not working? But, but what that that takes for granted is let's say you've been in a job and you're approaching a retirement and to quit that job means that you're going to lose retirement mm-hmm. you know
0: federal retirement yeah, benefits federal retirement. pretty so, sweet
1: so it's easy to say we well, go find something else to do you know the insensitive thing to say is well why haven't you saved your money why it's you know always easy when it's not
0: happening to you r- r- or your family
1: right so so what it appears is what it appears and, and this is again the the article and it and it, it Historically, this is the way the government has, has treated it. Um, what was it that Reagan said, Richard, that if you protest or you strike, you were going to not have a job waiting the, for you? That
0: was for – and I can't remember was that, was that a complete government shutdown, but it was the traffic controller airstrike with the FAA back in the 80s. And I remember this because it became very dangerous to fly with – Either rookie traffic controllers out of the one school, by the way, which is also funded by the FAA. There's one school in Oklahoma for air traffic controllers, one mm. in the entire country. And guess what? It's doing right now nothing. Do you want your air traffic controllers working disgruntled? I, I don't know. I pay. mean, would you rather have a dentist or an air traffic controller at the uh, at the helm to so, cite an older so ship? little known little known fact, by the way. Little known fact: striking
1: against you know. Striking against the federal government is a felony. Yep. Um, although it appears that there hasn't there hasn't been a lot of prosecutions about it, but apparently it's 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 a quote unquote
0: felony. So then, not only can you uh, be fired, not only can you face some sort of criminal ramifications, but you can't ever work for the federal government why again. I, I guess I
1: guess the the thought behind not prosecuting is. You're going to prosecute somebody for being on strike yeah. when they weren't getting paid in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean, is, is it what kind of
0: a-hole prosecutes that and, case? And then I, I wonder, mean, and
1: then I wonder if there's constitutional safeguards as to your right to strike, because really, what is a strike? A
0: strike is I'm not going to do something. Right. OK. And and but, I you know, there's contract law in place. I mean, I don't know if their contracts Give them the ability to do that. If, you, if you're breaking a contract, then the other well, side can would, break it. Would too. Would it arguably
1: be that the government is in breach of their contracts with them by not very compensating much. them? So, again, the, the fundamental, the, the easy common sense down to earth concept is you work, you get paid. You know, whether your salary, whether your hourly, there is a compensation framework that we all understand. No dinero, no trabajo. Yes. That that was the bilingual se- segment of illegally Unfiltered. Um but this is different. This is different. And then you have a lot of people asking questions. And and look, we, we've talked about this before. Um, most private citizens haven't started feeling the sting of this yet.
0: It, it hasn't. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. It really hasn't affected when, when, my day-to-day life When the collateral yet. damage... It will. yeah It, when it the, will.
1: When the collateral damage... Lands, whether it's hours of waiting in an airport line, or whether it's it's you know
0: we're about to talk about oh it, it's landed for a lot of people already yeah jump on in it's landed for a lot of people when we think about the government agencies that are laid off of work there's one big agency that uh, is being commanded to come back to work and that is uh, about forty six thousand employees with the IRS. Um, You know, just between me and the listening audience, those guys can have a longer vacation if they like. I mean, I don't need them to come back to work right now, but I understand their need to earn a paycheck. But the problem is they're going to get called back without a paycheck. There are other groups that do affect our lives. Recently, folks, this made national news, A uh, uh, in a very nasty, fiery collision on the highway, a van was essentially destroyed, caught fire. It had five children in it from a church in Louisiana that was making a trip to Disney World, a church trip to Disney World, all five dead, the driver dead. It was a horrific, horrific crash. That crash, like any crash, is typically... Immediately responded to by local authorities, uh, you know, medical authorities, police, everybody, fire the whole nine. And right away, because it happens on a federal highway when it's that big and there's that much loss of life, the NTSB, National Transportation Safety Board, is alerted and they typically come in and do their investigation. And they pretty much supersede the local authorities in investigating the accident. And we want them we to do. do their investigation. We do. We want them to do their investigations. This is not something we want to put on hold. But guess what? This happened. Gosh, it's it's been weeks now since this accident happened. I, I can't cite the exact date, but it's been a while. No investigation has occurred. Recently, an airplane crashed, killing the pilot. It was a small private plane. No investigation has occurred. So far, there have been 17 accidents that have involved dozens of fatalities, be they planes, trains or automobiles all across the country. And that's just in the past 27 days or however many days the shutdown has been going on that that has happened. Now, you talk about a problem that's going to grow exponentially, folks, how many people's lives are literally on hold now trying to figure out what happened in these accidents so we'll take it at a
1: local level sure we have a federal court in baton rouge the middle district and it's my understanding that they are going to run out of money mm-hmm. in about 20 days yep ish plus or minus and that's and, and when i say 20 days guys i i don't know the exact date this is going to air so i mean it could be a couple weeks from now but but think about that if you're a federal entity and you had reserves, well you're you're still being able to generate some money to pay those employees. But it when you run out of money to where you cannot operate, then there's that domino effect of, okay, well then at that point you can't you know, can you hold the accused in prison because the federal government doesn't have funding to essentially move forward and and allow that person to exercise their Constitutional Speedy Rights trial exactly. uh, Right
0: Act. So, I mean, it, this is just... There's, you know, there's numerous other issues at play, too. There are countless state and local agencies that receive a portion of their funding from the federal government. And, you know, the, that money, if it has not dried up, will dry up. It, and at what point do these agencies there, become hamstrung?
1: There are certain principles that just... Make us, make us feel icky, that that rub us the wrong way. And one of those principles is, if you do work, you get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and in fact, it's it's that's basic capitalism, right? I mean, that's that's you know. And so, th- the fact that there's these laws that prohibit these federal employees from basically striking, or more to the point, you know, allows them to get be penalized for for essentially not working, getting paid is, is just astounding, you know, and, 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 but the reality is, is, you know, you want the job, you got to do what you got to do. So I feel terrible for these men and women. I mean, it's just, it's, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. We don't know how long guys, we don't know how long it's going to last, but.
0: You know, in the, in the military, yes, I was in 30 years ago, but, um, back then there was such a thing as direct deposit. They weren't paying us on stone tablets or anything like that, but still in times of combat or whatever, your pay may be interrupted, but it was it was put back. You know, things were things were fixed right away. And the military folks, mind you, the four major branches of the military are not feeling the effects. The one Coast Guard. smaller branch, which is extremely crucial to the safety and security of, of the United States borders, uh, particularly coastal borders, the Coast Guard, they are in trouble. Well, it's interesting
1: you bring up the military because when you were in the military, they were feeding you. Yep. They were giving you a place to put your head down. Yep. So so whereas they may not give you a check, so to speak, uh, I mean, Richard was taken care of.
0: Kind of like BOP. They feed you, they give you a place to, but when the money runs out for the privately run prisons, what's going to happen there? You
1: know, recently you and I talked
0: about, you know, what
1: happens with the leaseholder? What happens with the mortgage holder who can't pay their mortgage can't pay their rent you know if you're the landlord or the bank you're in the back of your mind you're like man I, I maybe i get them to sign something to where i get paid now now look if you're gonna if you're gonna uh foreclose on a mortgage it takes about 120 days yeah okay so it's not like it's a know the money's due on the first and you didn't pay and so immediately they the they, problem
0: can get corrected before you get locked out of your house right, hopefully right hopefully but
1: but, but Private citizens, private entities are going to have to start taking calculated risks of, OK, sure. I'm going to get this money. I don't know when I'm going to get this money, you know, but do I wait? I'm not sure I understand. Siri just wanted to chime so, in, guys. Sorry. Ignore her. My Siri, my, my eye watch gets excited sometimes. Um, so, look, we're going to track this. Um, hopefully, this is the first and last time we have to talk about this because the government will open back up. Congress and the president will get their act together and stop, stop messing around with people's lives, you know, whether you agree that there needs to be a wall or not, this is the collateral effect, the collateral damage is is that people are going to be made to work without money. That's different by the way than being told, "Hey, you don't have to come to work until this undo- uh, does itself." And that's an important distinction, Richard, right? What we're talking about is we're talking about folks that are being told, "We expect you at work
0: working even though you're not getting paid" versus, "Hey, We can't pay you right now. Don't come in. I mean, they're employees. They're not conscripts. Okay, they they deserve to get paid for the job they're doing. Um, Now, granted, occasionally as an attorney, I end up having to do work that I don't get paid for. Usually, it's because I voluntarily accepted a case that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Um, we all try to be more skilled at not accepting those types of cases. But sometimes, sometimes it's a case that you are appointed to and where a client's supposed to pay you for a uh, per court order, but it's not going to happen. So, you know, these things happen, but those are minor. Those are those are little blips on the radar, not your every day or excuse me, twice a month paycheck. And these folks are in a bad way. I, like I, like you said, I don't care where anybody stands on the wall for or against. I really just hate seeing people used as pawns in this game. And that's the leverage, right? Yeah, that's, the, that's, that that is that's all the, the leverage.
1: leverage. Both political sides are going to be looking at each other like, you don't care about people. Yeah. That's about it for this episode of Legally Unfiltered. You've been listening to Attorney Richard Sprinkle and Attorney Franz Borchardt. If you like what you heard, Follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on i you know on iTunes. You can do it on SoundCloud. Um, Don't forget Google Play. Google Play, that's Correct. right. Oh, good old Google Play. We're all over the place. We appreciate you listening and tune in next time. Thank you. Have a great Wednesday. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like it legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.